0: Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, senior pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's word, he will truly encourage your heart. All right, we're glad you're with us today. In just a couple more weeks, hopefully we'll have both the kids' areas done, and uh, thank you for your patience with that, and uh, we're glad that's coming along, and just glad you're with us today. You know, we're going to finish up today, and it didn't really get quite finished last week, so we're going to look at Hebrews chapter Hebrews chapter 10, and we're going to uh, just kind of finish up on, on talking about the last days. We've talked about wars and rumors of wars, especially the earthquakes, and all the things that are going on in our society, and we're going to... Look at what's important to us, you and I here today, is is believers, and and what is, if you think about it, for living in the last days, what what is the, what's our priority, what what should we be focused on, you know, all of you are so busy, you come in here and, you know, we 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 look at summer for example, and. Um, you know, you can. it's like I said, it was like I said this last week. You know what? You saw the sign on the school, have a great summer. Now they're back and everybody's back. I don't know if that's good or bad. Some of you, it's good to be back in school. But, you know, I don't like that. It just goes too fast. Everything's going too fast. It says in the last days in, in the Old Testament that people will run to and fro. What does that mean? It, it, it really means that everything is spinning so fast. So, so fast. It's going from here to there, technology, the way we get places. Did you see on the news this week, there was a a guy driving on the freeway and he was videotaping the other guy next to him in a Tesla, you know, self-driving car, if you saw that. Well, the guy's sleeping in the Tesla as it's driving down the road. He's in the driver's seat. Did you get that? He's sleeping in the driver's seat. Is the car's going down the road? And the guy's videotaping this. <laughs> We're going to pray in a minute, but who would ever have thought if we'd have said this even 20 years ago, well, your car's going to be able to drive itself? He said, Crazy. Everything is just happening so fast. I really believe that the Lord gives us this time together to recalibrate. We pull back, take a deep breath for a minute. And we see where we're at, where we need to go, and knowing most of all, whatever you're going through today, that Jesus is still in control. He's got it handled, whatever's happening. Let's pray. Father, we're just so grateful today that we can open your word. Father, as we look to it today, as we've studied that everything is just ramping up, we are living in the last days. We don't know when you're coming back, but Jesus, it sure sees and feels like it soon. So, Father, may we look to your word today. May it remind us once again why we're here and what we're supposed to do. In Jesus' name, amen. In Hebrews chapter 10, we're going to pick back up where we left off last week. Hebrews 10, and um, let me read verses 23, and um, we'll stop in just a minute here. Let us hold fast to the confession of... Of our faith without wavering, for he who's promised is faithful. Let us consider, that's us here today, one another, in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much more as the day, that's what we're going to look at to begin with here, as the day. Approaching, you know. Uh, I was kind of laughing as I was studying for this message. I feel. Do, do you ever feel like all these things that happen to me in life, and now I, I, you feel like you're turning into your parents. I don't know if you've experienced that or not. And here's where I feel like I'm turning into my parents because I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you an example from 40 years ago, okay? <laughs> well, you know, son, when, uh, when we were, you know, and then, so, okay, here I go. I'm gonna give you one of those examples. And so much more as we see the day approaching. We see all this craziness that we're living in. So let me take you back 40 years for a minute. 40 years ago, uh, when I was in high school, uh, that you would drive in the in the high school into the parking lot, and as you would drive in in the morning, you would see uh, cars and pickup trucks and everything that was all the different vehicles and and all the guys that uh, or girls that had pickup trucks, uh, you would notice in the back of the pickup pickup truck would not only be a, a gun rack, but the. The, the rifle or the shotgun, a lot of times, was, was was in there. You could see it through the back window. And they'd go to school, and they were going hunting after school, you know. So, and, and it was a common thing. That is just crazy to think about today. You know, I remember when I grew up in, at, at the Baptist Temple and in uh, the thousands of kids that they had in Sunday school. Well, it is incentive to get the kids to come to church that that they would give an award every if you go 13 Sundays in a row, okay? And so they would have different awards for kids like... You know, little baby, you know, little ones, and then, and then like, uh, it would be broken up to different age groups, and then it would be like four to eight, and then eight-year-olds to twelve-year-olds. One of the gifts years ago, one of the gifts I have, I still have it. I don't know if my from my dad or my mom or what, my, my brother. I don't know. One of the gifts that they gave out that you have, you t- if you're eight to twelve years old, is is, is that age group was a pocket knife. <laughs> Could you imagine a church or a school? I mean, it would, it would be on the national news, right? I still can't believe that. But, you know, what, so I'm giving you those examples to share with you. You know, it'd be for years, and here's why. It'd be for years in the 60s and the 70s, there was something very common. That would have, there would be prophecy revivals. And they would go all around and they, and and there was all uh, I know there's some books just not too many years ago called Left Behind," but there was a re, uh, movie years ago left behind and and it was all throughout the uh, different church camps and all the different places that people would go see it, and all the things that like you know it, it, this is happening that 's happening, but it was good, made people think of the times, but you knew that well that we're not really there yet it, it could have, it could have happened the Lord could come back at any time but now, as so much more as you see the day approaching, there's no question that, that we are living closely to the Lord coming back. We have to, and, and, and why I want you to realize that because of what we're going we're gonna to look at next, but so much more as you see the day approaching. You know, all these different mass shootings that we've seen, what does the Bible say? Love will grow cold. There will be a coldness in society. You know, how uh, if you go to Washington, D.C., you or in the big cities, and, and we know the homeless problem and how difficult it is that the, the people that work by those places every day, right or wrong, if you want to say this, just, just walk right by those people like they don't even see them. We have to help some way, and I don't have all the answers, but I know that, that there has to be compassion some way. We hear in our society that, well, I'm sorry, we don't take cash anymore. You know, what's what's that about? Do you know, I don't know if it was like 20 years ago or wherever it was that you, it was up to, it might have been. It might have been even sooner than that, that you couldn't use a credit card at a grocery store. You, you couldn't use it. You had, to give, you had to pay cash or a check. You wouldn't take a credit card. Everything, you say, what are you getting at, Dallas? So what I'm getting at is uh, we're, we're getting to that place that we have to recognize where we're at. When you and I really stop for a minute and see where it, it changes your priority, all the different things that, that we see, and it, it says so much more as we see the day approaching. Now, I'm here to tell you that we don't, know, we don't know when, but we can sure say that society has never been like this except as we can go back as the days of Noah. We look at the immorality and then all the different things that are happening with technology. What about, you know, it's called transhumanism where before we know it that the, 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 all the technology is going, going to surpass where, where our human mind is. It's called transhumanism to where the, the technology and all the things that we see and we hear on the news, all the things that you do with your computer or with your phone, and it, it's surpassing us. All those things are signs of where we're at. And we need to, we need to stop and realize, because you know what? Everybody else out there in your place of where you live and all the things that you do, where you go to school, maybe where you teach or where you work, whatever it might be, they're not thinking like that. They're just wondering, what's the answer for what's going on? What is the first thing I, I believe that's the priority, which is so, so important? God gives it to us. He tells us right there that we need to do. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who is promised is faithful. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. Let us consider one another. Consider one another. You know what the devil will do to you or to me to really, really get you discouraged? What he does, and we all have human nature to do it, is you isolate yourself. Something happens. You say, well, I just don't want to talk to anybody right now. I don't want to be like, what does the Lord tell us is so important? That we need to consider one another. That we need to be aware. All of us go through times in our lives that are hurting, that are difficult, husband or wife, siblings, co-workers, family. It all goes through different phases that we get hit with something. And what is so important that you and I are here to encourage each other. Do you know it is said that the average up to age five, the average five-year-old laughs up to 50 times a day? The average adult maybe once, if that. See, why is, why is that? You ever think about that? Why, why is it? They, to them, if they're in a normal surrounding, they don't have a care in the world. Everything's being taken care of for. Hey, it's all good. You know, hey. It, oh, wait a minute. What, what should we do? I want you to pull back today. Remember your salvation. Remember who Jesus is in your life. And what the devil wants to do more than anything else with you is to isolate you. Maybe just to isolate you in your mind. You say, what do you mean by that, Dallas? That you keep something rolling around in your mind that you're not telling anybody about, that you're struggling with, or that you're hurting with. And the Lord says so much more as the day approaches, you and I need to exhort. We need to be here for each other. But we do the opposite There's a great verse in the book of Ephesians, or the great verse in Ephesians, I think it's Ephesians 4, talks about, let no corrupt communication come out of your mouth, except which is good and edifying, which gives grace to the hearer. Now, you know what we do, which we don't think in many t- times is a sin? Do you ever see, do you, ever see it shows a, you know, you're watching National Geographic on a television, and it shows a, the, t- the two monkeys, and they're out, and they're doing their own thing. And, and the one monkey is the other, and he starts picking all the bugs off the other, just picking, picking, picking. picking. You know, he's just going crazy, right? You know, and then we call it nitpicking, in other words that we use for it, and you don't realize whether it's your, your husband or your wife or whether it's someone that you love. You're constantly, you're constantly doing that. You're not looking at it so much, but you're constantly being negative in some way. And the Lord's saying if you want to be where you should be in life and have joy every day, don't do that to each other. The devil wants you to do that to each other. See, we do it so much, and it's so common, we don't even look like it as a sin. We don't even say, hey, I'm sorry for I said this or did that. No, we just do it constantly to where it, 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 there's constant tension. The Lord's brought you here today to remind us to say, as we see the Lord coming back, it's so important how you encourage each other. Because you know what? When you go out that door today, hey, this world, as soon as you turn on the news, you don't know what you're going to hear. It's going to discourage you. Do you ever ask yourself, why is all this bad stuff on the news all the time? The Bible says this: the, the God of this world, this is the realm of, of Satan's world. The, the, he doesn't want you to know all the good that's going on or, or all the different Uh, revivals of young people that are taking across all across Europe and in the United States. The devil doesn't want you to hear that. He wants you to think everything is just so horrible and so bad. That's what he wants to do. Instead of you and I have to realize we are here as we see the day approaching our first responsibility is to don't forsake being with each other. Worst thing we can all do, you know what we do? We see somebody go through a difficult time. Hey, uh, hey, just give me a call if you need anything. Just call me. You know, I can't stand when I haven't seen somebody for years. We'll talk a little bit. Hey, hey, give me, give me a call. <clears throat> you know, I don't like that because it's like, wait a minute. You can call me if you want to talk. You can call me. Don't put it on me what i'm getting at is take take the responsibility here's what we you and i need to take the responsibility when we see our brother or sister or mate or child going through something take the time to to not just once but to continually encourage him i'll never forget i was going through a different uh, just one of those times in my life years ago, way, way back. And I was doing a lot of things I shouldn't have been doing. And anyway, so this guy comes to town to preach. My dad was a pastor and and this guy comes to preach and he was from uh, California and his hair was kind of long, you know, it was kind of funny. And uh, he preaches for my dad. Just, you know, he's making fun. He's got to go to preach at this certain place next week. So, you know, you know I got to go preach over here. So I got to get my hair cut, you know. And, and so this guy's starting to have a little bit of impact on me, you know. And I'm way, 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 way out there in, in the world doing this ad. And uh, uh, about a week later, this pastor, it's the only time it ever happened to me growing up. Only time. Hundreds and hundreds of pastors that came and spoke where my dad was pastor, my grandfather, all these pastors. And I'm out doing whatever. But anyways, so a week goes by. I go to the mailbox. There's a letter addressed to me, handwritten from this pastor. Right? Hey, just enjoy meeting you, being with you today. I'm talking about today because where I was in the world at that time, it had such an incredible impact. That I could maybe just be who I was and not have to fit into everybody else's mold. And just maybe, just maybe there was a chance for the Lord Jesus Christ to use me some way, just the way that I was. That man was a catalyst in my life. I don't know if I would be where I am today if it wasn't for him. Are we that person? and other people's lives, and so much more as we see the day approaching. We can talk about wars and rumors of wars and earthquakes that we did the last few weeks and all the different things, and yes, those are important, and yes, those are in the Bible, and it shows us where we're at, but we are human beings. We are believers. We need help. We need help from others and each other, and all of you are going through different things, and to encourage and one of the ways to encourage is that we are, you have to be with somebody to encourage. You and I have to, and as busy as we are, have to make an effort to write, hand write that note or to make that phone call. Not an email. How about a text? <laughs> Maybe a text. <laughs> Maybe a text. But to let that person know that we're thinking about them and that we're praying for them so much more as we see the day approaching. What a priority. So much more that we know that most of you, the same as me, where we live and what we do, Many, most people don't go to church today. So much more that we are here to see each other, give each other a hug. Hey, how you doing? And has been has led us today. Here I am to worship. We are reminded that the good Lord is in control. If we wouldn't have been here today, we wouldn't have, well, we wouldn't have the Lord some way, somehow speak to us as he is through the worshiper through the word. And realize, you know what, there is a priority here. We are living in this time. Now, what do we need to do then next? 1 Peter chapter 3. 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse, 13, or verse 15. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. You know, it's so important that I have found uh, over the years that, that I get from other people that comments or listen to what unbelievers are saying that they cannot... Become a Christian because they, they, everything's not perfect. What people need to see in your life and my life is that we're just like them. We mess up, we fail, but we have hope. That's the difference i never forget there was a youth pastor, very well-known youth pastor in the country. who was speaking at, I believe, Berkeley, one of the most liberal universities in, in the country, if not the world. And uh, all types of things were thrown at him and questions and this and that. And, and he took all these questions for about an hour. And uh, someone asked a certain question. He said, well, you know what, I, uh, I, I'm really not sure. I, I don't have an answer for that, and uh, I'm not sure. Until they asked some more questions, everything, and it, time to dismiss, everybody left. And uh, this one person waited, you know, until after everybody was done speaking. And everybody left, and it was a young lady, and she walked up to the youth pastor. And she says, you know, she said, uh, you made a real impression upon me today. He said, really? He says, well, you know, what was it? What I said or what came across or whatever? She said, when you were actually able to to come across and admit that you didn't have all the answers. Huh. See, what people need to know today that you and I are just like them always be ready to give an answer for the hope that is in you what does that really mean let's really break it down maybe you've gone through a divorce or maybe you've gone through a heartache with one of your kids or maybe you've gone through a difficult time at work or whatever and this person who saw you for years everything was good and fine that you were following the Lord, but all of a sudden something happens to where you face the same thing they face. And maybe, just maybe, the Lord has had you go through what you're going through so you can make an impact because you won't always be there because the Lord says, as a believer, he has favor on your life. So whatever you're facing right now, you're not going to be there the rest of your life. It might, it might just be for that person in your family or Friend that you know that everything's gone fine, but yeah, you can follow, but all of a sudden you're going through what they've gone through, but yet you're handling it different because you have hope. You know, I know that the good Lord has got a plan and you're never going to give up because he's got it worked out and it's going to be amazing. And so even through that time, you're going to make an impact. See why we go through. God doesn't let things happen just to let them happen in your life. He takes them. He uses them for his eternal kingdom. Know that there, whatever you're going through, there is a purpose, and it might be it might be just for that person that you go to school with or that you run around with, or some family member, that you've gone through exactly what they're going through, and you're able now to encourage them because of what you've been through. Now, here's the always the question me. Well, Dallas? Does that mean I've just got to go through everything in life so I can just be a witness and help everybody? (laughs) No. Listen, it's not possible. You don't have to do that. I'm just saying whatever it is that you're facing right now, you don't have to go through everything, but there will be times that you go through certain things and the Lord brings that person along that you're living in such a way that person sees a difference. You're going through what they've gone through. And you able to reach in for the Lord. Let's close with this last verse. You all know it. Even most unbelievers know this verse, but we're gonna look at today in John chapter three. John chapter three in verse sixteen and seventeen. John chapter three in verses sixteen and seventeen. You know what, let's read it out loud together since so we all know it anyways. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. <laughs> you know What? That's not about the tattoo. You sit down and say, what are you talking about now? <laughs> you know, the church today, if we're not careful, we get caught up on all the wrong things. And people are dying and going to hell. Okay? You know, a lot of young people today, a lot of people today, they... Uh, it's a day of individuality. So a lot of people, for whatever reason, has a tattoo, okay? And so many people don't, they either don't like that or they think, you know, that's so wrong. And I think, um, so let me give you an example. Years ago when I was growing up again, here I go. All right. In the back of the church, and I used to run around all the church, in the back of the church there was a wall, okay, and on the wall were all these these wooden chairs. Now I worked for I don't know how many years in the bus garage and and fixing there was like forty buses like mufflers and doing all kinds of that stuff for years with, with their so it's here today and Bob Bailey and then and then would clean all the different areas of the church and everything and um and, I, and many times I'd have to set up these chairs. And I never forget if you if you've seen or any like a church chair, it's a wooden chair. You can hear it when it slaps down. I to that to this day, when I take one of those chairs, it's wham! It's going back. I see this is what I see on the back of the whole back, the whole back of the church, is easy twice, three times the length of this. That <clears throat> there were all those chairs, and all the ushers would sit on the back, you know, like this. You know, they're the ushers, you know, they're on the back, they're getting ready to do what they do. You know, and they would love to sit back there. You know, get some little time out of the service. They do the arm. They go out and, you know, take the offering back. What do they do? And then they'd stand out in the hall and talk. Finally, they'd come back in before the end of the service. Anyways, so what am I getting at with a tattoo with all this? All right, here we go. All All the way across, okay, these guys would sit, and they would lean back on these chairs in the back. Now, in the summer, you know, it was hot thousands and thousands of people and packed in this, this these honor turn. I mean, it's hot, you know? And so, these guys, of course, you know, they wore a nice dress shirt, short sleeve shirt, and they would sit like this, you know? Okay? Guess what? Most of them served in World War II. Marine tattoos, Navy tattoos, every tattoo you can think of up and down both arms. Now, I would start to articulate that, you know, but you know what? For some reason, that didn't count. What do you mean it doesn't count? You got a tattoo there. what's What's the difference? Here's what I'm getting at. Say, don't get off what's the most important thing. The most important thing is this. Not how someone dresses, not if they got an earring, not if they got a tattoo or how long their hair is. What's going on in their heart? What's going on in their heart is they're hurting. And you and I have a relationship through Jesus that can save them. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That's why whenever I lead someone to Jesus, it's not, I want you to know, it's, it's not difficult. You know, so many times Ernie or Ben or Brent, we've all been called, you know, go many, it doesn't matter, many, many times the hospital, but hey, can, can you show the, the gospel how to lead somebody? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't mind doing that, but you know what? You can do it too. You know what? I don't want, and the reason why I say that, I don't want you to miss the blessing. People need who we have in this dark world that we live in today. And you and I have the hope. And there is nothing greater when you're able to show them John 3.16. That's all you got to do. Say, hey, God sent his son. And you know, why is all this? Let me stop for just a minute. Why are you listening? You're not listening to me today because of whatever I'm saying. Why? Because why? the Holy Spirit is doing something. That's a testimony right now that Jesus is working in the world. He said, I will leave you, all of me, everywhere, my spirit. The Holy Spirit begins to work. They have seen, always be ready to give an answer. They've seen your life. Your life has been a witness. And because of that, the priority that we have, that to love each other and to help as believers, most importantly, our priority is, what are we doing to be such a witness as brothers and sisters in Christ to reach people in this world? and you get to the place and, and 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 you start to talk to them and and they're listening and you say hey would you like to, to accept Jesus as your savior and and when they say yes you're like oh what I, well I, what am I going to do you're like you're like you're like surprise don't be surprised they need what you have what I have. They're looking for that hope. So let me close with this. You share, John three sixteen. do you believe God sent his son that lived a perfect life and shed his blood, perfect blood, on the cross of Calvary for you and for me? Do you believe that? Yes. You know why they do? Because they've seen that faith in your life, they want the hope that you have. I have. Well, said. Let me just pray with you. And you know, you don't have to get it perfect. I remember, but you know, you don't have to get all the words right. It doesn't have to be perfect every time. You just say, just I, I don't know what I'm doing. Either. Just you know, you can even say it, just pray this prayer. Jesus, I believe that you're God's Son, and you lived a perfect life, and you died on the cross and shed your perfect blood. For my sin, and I ask you to come into my heart right now to forgive me for all of my sins. And I always like to say this at the end, and from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power in Jesus name. That's it. You're not saving them. Jesus is. You don't have to get the words all right. They're ready by faith. You know, in Hebrews it says, by faith we believe that the worlds were formed. We, we, are, we are faith people. We have to take a step of faith. Everyone who comes to acknowledge and accept Jesus as their Savior has to take a step of faith. And that's where you say, I don't have all the answers. See, you make an impact. I don't have all the answers. But I know the one It can fill your heart with joy and peace. And his name is Jesus. And you can pray this prayer. And from this day forward, he'll give you purpose and joy from now through eternity. That's our priorities. It's just simple. It's just to encourage each other and to live a life in such a way that maybe it's not perfect but we accept others and we're willing to rub arms with them and they know that we love them just how they are and they eventually come to that place. Uh, spiritually, next to your own salvation, the greatest joy that you'll ever receive is deleting someone to Jesus and that person We'll never forget who led them to Jesus. Let's pray. Lord, as we look at our priorities today, Lord, we know that there's so many people here that hurt. We're here to encourage and worship through the word. And Lord, we just ask you that we would just so encourage each other as we see the day approaching. Father, we just ask also that we would live a life in such a way that we don't have all the answers. But Jesus, we have an answer to the most important question, and that is you will save them, you will give us eternal life in heaven, and you'll give us meaning and purpose in this life as long as we live it Lord if there's one on YouTube or somebody here today that doesn't know you as their Savior just as I simply gave the plan of salvation as I spoke today if there's someone here someone on YouTube whatever that may be Lord may they pray that prayer Father as Ben leads us if there's someone here may they walk forward may a friend bring a friend Can show them in your word and they too by faith no matter what they've done because it says in your word you haven't come to contempt to condemn the world but to save the world Jesus you are our savior so Lord we ask as Ben leads us today if someone's here that wants to accept you today may they not look at themselves what they are who they are what they've done that you will forgive them and we'll give you all a praise Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on the cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC. Or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services. And we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face. You'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your Savior and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.